everybody. Welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I mean, I see you're over there playing with the dog. You can't even help me with the podcast, pod. You're supposed to make that part extra metal, dude. What? What was the point of starting a podcast if we can't make it extra metal? What's metal? Like, like, like silver? You, you with the Metallica shirts are asking me what's metal? Oh, yeah. He's with the dog right now. Nothing else matters to him. Yeah. Uh, puppies, dude, ruining my, ruining my podcast. Okay. Great. Anyway, the child you won't hear on the podcast, or you'll hear very distantly, sounding as if he's in another world, because he's with the puppies, is Axel. And my daughter Lizzie is actually on mic. Yes. Hi, I am here, and I'm with another puppy. Ah, look at you. You sound all professional, except for that puppy over there shivering next to you. He's cold. All right. We have a guest on this show. Don't you dare touch that button. Don't. Don't do it. Stop. We have a guest. I'm trying to introduce the guest, dude. It's getting off to a rocky start so far. I don't know how today's going to go. We have a special guest. It's one of my bestest, most trusted, awesomest Mandalorian friends. Hawes from Blue Harvest. Hey guys, thanks for having me again. It works. <laughs> it's worked, and we heard him say, and it's, this is a podcast. It's happening. It's all happening, people. It's a little, uh, we're trying a new thing, but we'll figure that out later. I'm going to run over the business real quick, man. You know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, how you doing, Haas? How you been? I'm good. Yeah? Excellent. Awesome, man. It's good to hear you. I can't wait to get into this episode with you. You didn't ask how I was. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> you... Fed us a really good dinner today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was delicious. Yes, I did. Yeah. At work. But I technically didn't, like, make the food. It, they just had family meal. So. Right. But we, you took us to a place, and then we ate. Yes. And at no point did, like, money leave my pocket. Yeah. So, like. It was free. You, and we couldn't have got into that place without you. <laughs> and Axel liked it because it was a real fancy place. Yeah. So that was dope. With the sport cars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't... I I already listened to Blue Harvest. So, like, I think I have a little... Like, I got a little bit of your your ideas and theories, and I think it's going to be fun to, like, talk to you with them and actually talk to you, not just yell out loud in my car. (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to it. I hear those sometimes. Yeah, this is good. This is going to be great. She says she loves it when you call or text me, because then I'm not just talking to the car. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, real quick, the business, you can check out all of our goings-ons at therogerebels.com. We got a Facebook page, so hit that up. We are on Instagram at therogerebels. And if you want to talk to me, I'm at Music on Twitter and Instagram. You make music? Uh, I used to make a lot of music. <laughs> haven't made any a little bit. Uh, Lizzie. Yes. So you have a podcast. You have I your do own have podcast. podcast. Yeah. Well, I have a podcast with Zoe Hinton at the Star Wars Geek Girl. And, um, yeah, we talk about Star Wars. But lately, because it's finals week and it's almost the end of the semester, we're kind of like very slow podcasting right now. So that's fair. That's our fault. <laughs> that's fair. All right. So let's get into the show chapter five of the mandalorian spoilers this is all we're going to talk about nothing but the mandalorian you sure mostly okay the gunslinger, Who's the, gunslinger? the gunslinger it's anybody who's slinging a gun so 
It could be the Mandalorian. It could be a Fennec Shand. It could be what's slinging a gun? Like having it, like sling, like you're pulling it out and you're throwing it everywhere with bullets. Okay. Well, in this case, blaster bolts, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wave a dog at me. But he's so cute. All right, chapter five, the gunslinger. So I'm just gonna go like I did like a little bit of preparation and I knocked everything out scene by scene. So let's just get into like what we dug. So it opens on a like space pew pew battle. You which didn't is share the notes with Haas? Cool. Yeah, I did. He's on here somewhere. Uh, well, I shared him with him. I don't know if he's <laughs> on here somewhere. Are you on here somewhere? I, I think so. I think I've got him open. All right, cool. So, Riot Mar is chasing him. I learned his name, even though it's not really important. I just that's, thought it was cool. That's what we do if Yoda gets killed. We riot. We riot Mar. Riot some Mar. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that wasn't funny. No. Uh, <laughs> so he's like getting shot down and shot down, and then he like hits the brakes real quick, and the guy oh, because he gets mad because he's like oh yeah because he line. says I can I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold, and then he like yeah. does the thing and he's like that's my line. Oh yeah, that's what I put here. We we could talk about it. Lines. Whose are they really? <laughs> you know. So what do you think about this? Uh, you know, copyright infringement over here on the Mando's. <laughs> Custom uh, trademark. I'm dialogue. guessing he just says it to everyone. Yeah, does he say it to so many people that like everybody knows he says it and he's like, oh man, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm about to shoot this fool and I'm gonna hit him with his own line and then I'm gonna get a Baby Yoda space vacuum dead bounty. Yeah, which is or, dumb, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe or he he's just hanging out with all the other. Uh, bounty hunters, and he's like, oh, guys, I just came up with the coolest line that I'm going to start saying to all my bounties. None <laughs> like, of you guys better steal this from me. He's like, dude, anytime I go to Navarro, free drinks all day. All I got to do is tell the story five times. <laughs> okay, so, Hawes, I wanted to mention this to you. The maneuver, he, like, hits the brakes, the other guy overshoots him and shoots him. Reminds me of exactly what Boba Fett did to IG-88 in the IG-2000 in Shadows of the Empire. If you remember that oh, book. I didn't remember that until right now. That's a good pull. I, it, that's immediately what I thought of. I was like, oh, he's doing the like G-forces and like IG-88's chasing him in and he's like, this has like a 0.006S rate. And then he hits the brakes and like blows out all the inertial dampers on the Slave 1 and then destroys the IG-2000. Nice. That's a comic book that y'all did not exist for. But I have it in the garage if you want to go check it out. I'm okay, Dad. All right. Hey, Dad. They won't check out Shadows of the Empire. What? Is it canon? No. Bam. Not Galaxy's Edge Food Maker. Mm-hmm. Food Maker. Is that what it's called? It's no. definitely not called Food Maker. All right. Okay, continue. Moving on. So I, I dug it. So now he's all jacked up, and I don't know how to scroll down. Here we go. Here you go. Oh, Maz Eisley Spaceport. Bay 3-5. And then you get like the exact same shot, except it's the Razor Crest flying over Tatooine. So that was cool. Yeah, I really like how they did some like uh, callback shots yeah, to the, the original trilogy. They're like near exact. I have like a little example that somebody put it on Twitter and I should have uh, cited the example. But oh. Yeah, th it's not great quality. That's my bad. No, but it looks cool. Yeah, but you see what you get just, the idea. Yeah, you guys saw the episode. That, yeah. You've seen A New Hope. They did like exactly the same, like the most, the, the, they never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy, except 
five, ten years later, and the Razor Crest is going over. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of cool, I thought. Uh, Pit Droids and Pelimoto. Is that so what her name is? That's the name of this uh, mechanic girl that it's he lands Ripley. in Bay 3-5, and she's like, oh my god, stuff's falling off of your ship. This is crazy. And then he's like, no droids. No pit droids. I don't like him. I almost shot one. And then there's like uh, triplets, like the Three Stooges, like the one. Uh, do you know the name of that pod racer? Oh, it's in not, the Phantom Menace? Yeah, the one that has the three. Bulls Roar? Oh. It's not Bulls Roar. It's, it, and yeah. the one gets sucked through the engine, and he's like, Yeah. No one's good. It, I, because there's three of them, I'm like, oh, that's like his. He had three of them. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. But anyway, what do you think of Pelimoto? What do you guys think of Pelimoto? She looks like Ripley. Yeah. Ripley silhouette. Alien. Isn't in Aliens, too? No, well, she's an alien. She's in, yeah, a bunch of those movies. But okay. Alien is the one that she had the jumpsuit and the perm. Yeah. And then Alien's the one where, with the little child. Yeah, Aliens is, they mostly come out at night, mostly. Yeah. Game over, man. Marvel, sci-fi, fiction, or Star Wars, sci-fi, fiction? Like, if I had to pick? Yeah. First of all, you're far away from the mic and nobody can hear you. How are you going to talk to me not on the podcast? Marvel sci fi fiction or Star Wars sci fi fiction? If I had to pick what I like, Star Wars. Mm. Didn't we talk about this? Yeah, we did in the yeah. car earlier. Yeah, I like oh, Star Wars shit. way better. Okay, Marvel's fun. Great. Yes, I think she's cool. She's a better babysitter. A much better babysitter than that waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You know, not only that, but she's got like helpers, dude. She can literally be, he can be but like, keep your eye on her. Help. And she can be fixing the ship while those three little droids are like, Forming a protective barrier around Yoju. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he like puts Yoju in a little room and locks him in a little closet. He's like, all right, you're crashed out. I'm going to close the door right quick and then I'm getting out of here. Yeah. He yeah. leaves the child in the car. You yeah. can't do that. That's a thing that like you guys don't, for those listeners who don't have kids, like you can't do this. So then uh, he leaves and he walks down the streets of Mos Eisley and there's like buckets staked outside which is awesome Baby. because that means that like when the empire fell just like oh, that whole garrison they just all got smoked yeah yikes um, have you noticed the baby's walk in this episode yes because he like walks all crooked like he just woke like... up and his ears all flat and droopy yeah. <laughs> he looks like this little puppy when he just wakes up with... oh yeah that fool we have a little puppy, and he has, like, giant Yoju ears. Nice. And, like, but when he wakes up, like, he sleeps with Axel, so I'll go and be like, hey, dude, it's time to get up for school. And he gets up, like, real quick, but his ears are, like, all floppy when he, like, just wakes up. Uh, <laughs> kind of like Yoju, when Yoju walks out of the ship, and they're like, hold on, everybody get your guns! What is coming at us? And then, like, Yoju walks out all tired and yeah, crooked. He's tiny. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. And then she picks him up and is like, I'll charge him extra for, you know... Um, what was it called? For babysitting him. Mm -hmm. babysitting this is an YouTube. excellent pyramid scheme. Yeah. All right. Uh, is she in, like, another movie? She's in a lot of other movies. I, like I can't name one. She's an elf. Okay. Elf? I've seen that. Uh, she's uh, a voice in that Netflix show, BoJack Horseman. Okay. That I don't watch, but. She was in Strangers with Candy. 
I haven't seen that. I thought you were going to okay. say Stranger Things. So I was like, yeah, me too. Oh, that's the, yeah, the kids got <laughs> minds immediately go to Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I've seen her before. I know I've seen her in like more than one thing. I just like, I can't place it. So Mando walks into Maz Eisley Cantina, which is a little more sparse than it used to be back in the heyday of the huts. Yes, and now Droid is running it. Yeah, Droid is running it, which means Wooher is nowhere, because Wooher don't like droids. Mm-mm. Uh, he likes them. He's like the Mando. Mando and yeah. him are like, droids kill my family, They're so like, now we I have am droid We have a tragic backstory involving droids. We are droidist. Can't, can't abide their Racist presence. against droids. Yeah, but he handles it well, and he just goes up to the droid, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to ask him. Hey, is there any work here? Yeah. <laughs> nope. The Bounty Hunters Guild is no longer open here. He's like, I'm not looking for guild work. Yeah, which to me is interesting because back when Crate's Claw was running things there and the huts were there, there was a lot of bounty hunting going on on Tatooine. So I wonder if not only the fall of the Empire, but also like the huts they were being probably, gone. They were probably following the Empire then, maybe. I think like maybe there's just not a lot of bounty hunter. There's not that like underworld... Maybe Freetown is doing well, and the underworld is not. You know what I mean? Well, I think that might be why Mos Eisley seems so empty, too, right? Yeah, I feel like it's gone legit, question mark? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's, like, it doesn't seem, like, I think the huts being gone is a big thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. probably. You know. Uh, This next, the dude here, uh... Toro Calican. I got this picture because when he first meet him, he's got a little like coin or something in his hand, and it looks like a re- republic rebellion symbol. Yeah. So I like hmm. just took that little thing, like he had a rebellion coin or a re- republic credit or whatever it is. He has nice earrings. You know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't like this dude. Immediately saw him, and I was like, I can't stand this dude. But he got a nice vest though. I saw him and I was like, oh, cutie pie. He's probably like a little baby, okay. you know? Lizzie is target audience. <laughs> no. Okay. So he's like, Toro Calican, pleased to meet you, man. And look at this thing I got. I got Fennec Shand right here and she's out beyond the Dune Sea. So you can help me because I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get in the guild. You can keep the money. And then the guy's like, nope, like she's dope and awesome. And she works for all the big syndicates, including the Huts. I and thought then, she targeted the huts. I don't remember exactly what he said. But anyway, he's like, no, 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 we can work together and you can help me. You can keep all the money. And then he's like, all right, go get some speeders call from and mom. G- give me the tracking fob. Right? Dad, I have a missed call from mom. I'm dead. Uh-oh. So dude smashes the fob on the wall and he's like, nah, man, I memorized it. Okay, there's been a lot of talk. How do these things work? And, oh no, uh, let's see. And um, I think, like, hear me out. I feel like there's a, a ways element to it. <laughs> I think you get the little fob, and the fob has the, whatever the marker, whether there's some implant or whether they scan them in the system. Because remember in the, in the first, first episode, episode when he turns, turns in the bounties, they, they run that little red scanner over him? And they, like, take him out of the carbonite. Or they yes. take the carbonite blocks. And then also, when he brings Yoda in, dude scans Yoda's face with a little red laser pointer. That's so right. I, I wonder if those little scanners, like, scan their genetic data into the system somehow. 
and like that's what the uh, tracking fobs follow. And then I was thinking like, but they probably only work locally. They beep when you get close. But I was like, well, if you have their last known location or if like everybody has the fobs and you guys are all tracking the same person, then it'll be like, oh, hey, we found her beyond the Dune Sea. So anybody who's on the Fennec Shand list, this is the last known location. So even though he smashes it, like that other dude who got closer, like his fob was beeping. You know what I mean? Yeah, I the fobs have been so hard for me to try and figure out. Like I just had to like sort of just go along with it. Yeah. I feel because, like it's a Star Wars science thing that just is never going to make sense. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm totally fine with that. But like the fact that he smashes the fob like and he just says she's out beyond the dune scene, like that seems like an awfully big area like to go search. Yeah. It could be, but it could also be he's like been there for you know, three days looking at that thing, too afraid to go for her, and he's, like, got it memorized on the map, and he has it mapped into his, uh, he already has it on his GPS. He's like, she's right there. I know where it is. I just, I'm scared to go by myself. <sighs> that could be it, for sure. You know, I like, that's how I kind of took it. Like, so it's not crazy, but also I don't have any idea what I'm talking about also. <laughs> so, okay, so that's my theory on the tracking fobs. And so anybody else who, like, like his fob probably reads that dead person's, you know, last pinpoint of her. You know, he's like, she's out beyond the Dune Sea. And then you get beyond the Dune Sea and there's, like, a dead guy with a little pointer going off. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is where she was last seen. Oh, I forgot about that dead guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's why, like, eventually they're able to f- track down Mando. Because, like, he leaves and he goes to this little hidden planet. And then as soon as one person just happens to be in the right location to find him, you know, now everybody's fob's going to be like, oh, last found on, what, a Sorgan, you know. So he's like, yeah, we got to get out of here. So that's sort of my, like, hypothesis. No factual basis. So he brings the speeders, which look pretty cool. And uh, they meet, uh, (laughs) Toro meets, uh, what's her name? Pico, Pilo, the mechanic, the babysitter, which is also the like, that's where he sees when she's like, oh, yeah, that said the target has a child with him. And that's when he puts it together. He's like, oh, that's right. I did see a baby. Hmm. You know, Um, and they get in their speeders and they ride out for a wonderful, uh, you know, day at the beach, except it's nothing but beach. And walk all beach, in the no sand. Ocean. Yeah, endless beach day, endless walks on the beach, endless rides, and they like have a cute little racing moment that I thought was a little bit weird. They're like, "I'm going faster." No, I'm going faster. Okay, let's both go faster. So that was funny. Okay, Tuscans. They get to the Tuscans. This was pro. This was a really cool part that I did not see coming. I mean, I guess I should have because they're on Tatooine, but. They ran into the Tuscans and then like they bartered with them and the whole like sign language thing, dude, I thought that was super dope and that they snuck up on homeboy. Did you play Knights of the Old Republic, the first one? No, no, no. Okay. Simple so answer. I may be wrong about this, but there's a part where you go to Tatooine and you kind of have to make friends with like a Tuscan chieftain. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but I kind of have this vague memory of like maybe there was some sign language involved in that. But then on the other hand, I think I may be wrong. 
So, I don't know. That's kind of super interesting. Like, I really dug that part, and apparently that was like, a, they got like an actual uh, deaf person that can speak sign language to do that part, I, can't, mm-hmm. I, I heard. Yep. So that's like really cool. So then that's like an extra cool detail that I didn't know. Um, and I also just, it's like empty desert for miles and they like appear next to homie. <laughs> and I was like, that killed me. And all I could think of was like, this is where my like logical brain goes to is Shogun Assassin where the, all the villagers are like under the sand. I don't know oh, if you've ever seen that That makes movie. a lot of sense. You know, because like the, where else can they pop up from? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. That's, yeah, I, I died and loved it. Okay, so, he signed, He gives away his uh, his wonderful brand new Binox, and then they get to the do-back. And they're like, what is it? Is it her? It looks like a body. The thing is pointing this way. All right, I'll go check it out. Cover me. All right, I don't know how. Everybody's, everybody's gonna, everybody gonna trust this dude right now? Okay. That's what, okay. So... He, he was creeps. not very good at covering him. Yeah, he's not. He Okay, so he creeps. The Mando creeps down the hill, turns over the body, and it's some dead bounty hunter with a tracking fob. And he's like, hmm, how did he die of mysterious circumstances while on a do-back? Wait a minute. Pa-plow. And then he's getting, like, sniped two or three times before he can run back up the hill. And Fennec Shan's sniping mask is kind of cool. Yeah, it reminded me of Zam Wessel's helmet a little bit. Yeah, that yeah, I okay. I was thinking um what's her name? The girl from Sanara San. When she was with the pirates, remember she had like a little bit oh, of a yeah, mask? Yeah, she did. Yeah, it, rem- yeah. it reminded me of that. But I thought that it had adjust and I thought it was cool it had adjustable uh eye width. <laughs> she was like, "Hold on, now he's running. I need a better shot." She like opened up her little eye uh, area a little bit more. I really I I don't know why but, like, when he said, oh, it's okay, he, she shot me in the best scar, I thought, like, he meant, like, in the butt. Because I didn't know. Because, like, it also looked like she shot him in the butt, too. Okay. So, that, like. That's fair. Do you know the Mando word for butt? What is it? Best Pause? Scar? I don't. What is it? Shebs. Oh. Yeah. Shebs. That's How do you a, know? Yeah. Well, and best scar, yeah. Because uh, it's in books and stuff. Oh. <laughs> I've read books where they're like, oh, man, this is a pain. He's such a pain in the shebs. You know, when you read Star Wars books, they come up with lots of like little. So can I say bad words in other languages? You can say shebs. I'm fine with that. You can say shebs. You can, you can say carabast. You can say poodoo. Go ahead. Knock yourself out, man. <laughs> um, McClunky. 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 <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Uh, okay, so he gets sniped, and then they're like, what's the plan? And he's like, okay, we're just going to wait her out till nighttime, and then we'll attack. Because she's got the high ground. Because she's got the high ground. <laughs> Why won't she leave? Because she's got, got the, the high, high ground. ground. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. I don't love the plan. Like, why can't we just run up on her right now? <laughs> but Okay. So we wait till nightfall, because then we get cool night shots. And then, oh, I guess maybe because the flares wouldn't work in daytime, you think? No, I don't think so. <coughs> well, the, I, maybe they'd just be more effective. That makes sense. Yeah, I like that plan. Now I like the plan. 
So he's like, also, he gets rest. Yeah, he gets rest. He's been babysitting too much. Wake up, Grandpa. Look at you sleeping on the job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite things to do when you have a mask, by the way, is to just like look at people, do stupid things because they think you're not looking. Yeah, (laughs) I do that a lot with my Sabine helmet. Yeah. Uh, Whenever I do Kanan, uh, blind Kanan, all I do is look at people looking at me to see if I can see them. (laughs) And I also, whenever I play Kanan and I talk to people, I always like, you know, point my face slightly not at them. So I like, I I, I act the blind. Dang, that is some method acting. You know, I go, I go the full nine haws, dude. You know, I, I, I become the character. And, uh, you know, at the, out, out of oh. my peripheral, I can see them like... Okay, I like having Star Wars friends at school. Aww. <laughs> I know, because like I, I've, I have a friend now, and it's a Star Wars friend. Don't throw that at Echo. Um, in animation class today, like I would, we don't really have anything to do. We just animate whatever we need to animate. And I was talking to this guy, and he kept telling me like a bunch of stuff. He was like, "So how do you feel about Grey Jedi?" I was like, "Not a thing." Not a thing. And he was like, "Well, what about like Revan and blah blah blah?" And I was like, "Not a thing." Like, <laughs> um, and then um. I, I forgot how we got to it, but I wanted to tell him about the Darksaber, so I just, I have Disney Plus on my phone, so I just pulled up that episode with Sabine, but, like, in the beginning, it's Kanan and uh, yeah. Raul, and Raul's telling the story, and it's a cool animation in the oh, background. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, AJ, my friend, he was like, wait, 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 is he blind? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, because, like, he hasn't, he hadn't seen the episodes, but I was like, mm-hmm. here's the, you know, history. And he was like, wait, how do you get blind? And I was like, oh, like, Darth Maul happens in, like, you know, later. Formerly Darth. <laughs> yeah, oh, Darth Maul. Well, Maul. Um, and then he's like, wait, 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 so a lot's happened in this show. I was like, yes, a lot has happened in this show. No one knows it. Anyway, what was I thinking? Oh, Blind Kanan, yeah. Everyone was surprised with Blind Kanan. And then we got to the Sabine part where he's fighting, where she's fighting Kanan. Mm-hmm. And then my other friend was like, oh, come on, he's blind. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> I was like, well, he has a But horse. he's dope, though, because <laughs> he can see things differently. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, that's good times. Uh, yeah, it's really handy to have this to go back to because I pulled up a few things like... Uh, Going back for, uh, we'll get to that part later, I guess. But, like, I, I went back after this episode to do a little bit of research, too. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so, the hand-to-hand fight was pretty dope. Yes, it was. Because then... Fennec Shan throws down. At one point, I thought she was going to suplex homie. <laughs> but she just threw him over her shoulder. But it was still dope. Like, all the fighting was good. Yeah, and he tried to take her down. Like, you know, like, throw her. But she, like, threw herself... And like landed great. Oh yeah, she like I, rolled I with know. it. It was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, flipped over, did the B twist, landed, and, and then she like kicks around. great. Yeah. So like, Fennec Shand is well trained in uh uh. Terrace Terrace That's why we have Haas. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like that. Okay. So, 
then they catch her, and then, like, one of the speeders is busted because Mando got shot off of his. And then, so they're like, he's like, all right, I got to go back for the do-back because the other guy doesn't want to do it. So he ends up waiting with Fennec Shand and, uh, what's his name, Toro, end up waiting for Mando to go back for the do-back. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So they're waiting and they're chatting and she's like doing the thing that they do when they're caught where they're like, yeah, well, so the other guy makes all the rules, huh? Yeah. Sucks to be you, huh? <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, I hired him. This is my job. Yeah. You're going to help me get into the guild. And she's like, you're welcome. It does not suck to be me. I'm awesome. And I hired Mando. And I'm even better. And my reputation's going to be awesome. And that's where we get the like, oh, yeah? Well, some Mando shot up Navarro and took a, a target. And, you know, like, if you catch him, that's even more legendary. You could be triple legendary. Legendary. And um, he's like, you know what I want to be? Triple legendary. <laughs> it would have been way he... cooler if she killed him, though, instead of the other way around. I th- like, I, I think he's absolutely right when he says, if I took those binders off you, I'd be a dead man. Yeah. yeah. I think if he took those binders off her, she would have killed him. So, like, he's smart, but not that smart. To a point. <laughs> <laughs> like, he knew enough not to let her come back to him, but he thought he could take Mando. And he thought Mando was out of flares. Yeah. <laughs> so, he disappears. Mando comes back with a do-back and looks all cool. And then he's like, oh, man, a dead body. This ain't good. No. <laughs> uh, then goes back to uh, docking Bay 35 or whatever. Bay 35 and looking for everybody. And the pit droids are hiding in the office. Yeah. And then there's like a showdown. He's got the little baby Yoju hostage. And then... Which is, I was terrified, but yeah, because yeah, he kept pointing the he gun at him. He pointed the gun at Baby Yoju, <laughs> and everybody's like, stop it! <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. And then Mando has the little flare and pops the flare, and I'm like, wait, but Yoju could still get shot, though. And then he shoots him while he's holding Yoju, and the dude falls an extra four feet to the floor. Yeah, and Yoju falls. And I'm like, did he crush Yoju or what? What happened? <laughs> Yeah, it was a tense, like, three minutes for everybody. <laughs> How are you feeling? Oh, dude, uh, I don't like that that guy threatening Baby Yoda one mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but come on, guys, like, uh, Baby Yoda may leave the show eventually, but no. it's not gonna, because he dies. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> They're not going to kill Baby Yoda in front no. of everybody. Like, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. <laughs> But like in the moment, and there's a gun at Yoju. Like, <laughs> that's like if we were if we were if if I was out somewhere and somebody grabbed a gun and was pointing it at my kid's head, and they were like, "It's fine." It's like I'm not gonna shoot him. So like, just put it, just put it down. <laughs> just everybody, calm down. So he shoots him, <laughs> and he drops poor Yoju like eight feet. 
<laughs> so I didn't like that decision either, but I can't think of a better one. And in the end, Yoju was okay, so I guess we're all okay. But um. And then he like crawls up. He's like hiding. Yeah, and then he's like hiding, and they're like, "Oh, so loud for your big old ears, huh?" And I was like, "Are you are you making fun of Yoju right now? <laughs> what are we doing here? Are we making cracks? There's a dead body on the floor." And then five seconds later, she's like, "Hey, drag that thing to Beggar's Canyon. Get it out of here." Yeah. <laughs> and that was that was a great way to close out. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Yoju's safe. All in all. I still think episode four is my favorite, but this was a lot of fun. And now we're in a place again where it's like, well, now what? Because the way this episode ends, we're like, we're again open. Like, after episode three, it was like, well, he's out and about. Now what? And then after episode four, well, he's running. Now what? So now we're, he's, he left Tatooine and his ship's fixed. Now what? Like, we only got three episodes left. What are we doing, man? But uh, this was this was a good time. Uh, it was good to see Tatooine again, not another random sand planet. I know how you feel about that, Hoss. That's right, man. It's time. It, it was about time. Yeah, it was good. And uh, okay, so I'm. A, th- I, this is where I have a little bit of time to like. Let's get into. We already kind of got into Tatooine. What is it now? Because we we're talking about how things are a little more. They seem a little deader, but I think it's because the bounty guild's gone. Because there's no more huts to put bounties on people. Wait. No more rich huts living in palaces. Yeah, um, we forgot. What about the last ending part? Oh, you mean, scroll down, this figure? Yeah. <laughs> That's at the very end. Uh, yeah, let's just get to it. Unless you got <laughs> anything else to say. I was thinking about Tatooine and Freetown and stuff, and then the word from Navarro. So to me, it's clear that they've already put the bounty out on Yoju and, and Mando. But, like, mm-hmm. not just on that planet, because everybody else knows about it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fennec Shand, I guess, but... You know, so it's escalating. Uh, okay, so let's get to the meat and potatoes of fun. What? Very end of the episode. A figure walks up to Fed Fennec Shan's presumably dead body and kneels next to it. It's Ezra. It's Ezra. It's Ezra and Thrawn wearing one cape. Um, They're on top of each other's shoulders. Right, because Ezra has been classically known to have spurs. Yes. So, Haas, you and lots of people pointed out the spurs and the we pointed out the radio sound on your podcast, which is cool because right. that's a whole thing. I went back to all the Clone Wars episodes that had Cad Bane because I couldn't remember if he had a, a spur sound as well. And I didn't find any sound. No, I watched a super cut on YouTube of every Cad Bane scene. No spurs. Yeah, no spurs. Because they definitely gave him, like, the cowboy look, but they I didn't give him the cowboy like, sound. It was like a hissing sound or something, right, that he had? No, it was like a, the sound was the, um, in A New Hope. You know what, Haas, you explained it, because you did a good job. Oh, so, you know, in the A New Hope special edition, when Han goes to talk to Jabba at the docking bay, and then at the end of the scene, Boba Fett walks on screen and looks right at the camera for some reason... <laughs> That scanning radio sound is the same sound you hear at the beginning of that scene in The Mm. Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Boba Fett breaking the fourth wall. I mean, it honestly could be Boba Fett because, like, you know, there's that sound. And then, like, beforehand, um, 
when they're waiting for Fennec uh, during nightfall. He says, he, uh, she's no good to us, dead. Or no, 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 like, they capture Fennec, uh, I think. Yeah. And, um, and then you said the whole, like, the book with the Boba Fett doing that ship move, I think you said. Oh, yeah, Shadows of the Empire. And so it it's Tatooine. Be. And it's Tatooine. The, the last yeah. known location of one Mr. B. Fett. That's true. Um, if it is Boba Fett, he's wearing short boots that are a lot like the Mandos and spats. Because it looks like a long boot, but it's not. It looks like spats. And the way it moves when I was watching it and I like brightened it up a little bit, it's like a, it definitely looks like a spat. Um, so you want to know my theory? Go for it, man. My theory is that it it is Boba Fett because of the sound effects. Like, why use two sound effects that the only time we've heard them used is for Boba Fett? Right. But uh, my theory is that it's it's a long teaser that won't pay off until next season. Mm-hmm. And that's when we'll finally see him. So when they decided to shoot this scene, instead of getting a Boba Fett costume together... They knew they weren't going to show the whole thing, so they just threw something together. And we're like, well, we'll figure it out when it comes time to shoot season two. Because this was all shot, you know, like over a year yeah. ago at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like that's a good theory. But I also feel like if they're doing Boba Fett, they wouldn't just throw something together. Like, I feel yeah. like they've already got whatever he's wearing figured out. You know what I mean? Like, I figured maybe they don't have it finished, and maybe you're right about that, but they probably, they were like, okay, well, we know his cape goes to here. We finished the cape and the boots and the spats, and that's good enough. You know, maybe they're not done with the helmet yet. Um, But I, you know what? You know what that reminds me of? Do you, I watched a lot of the special features on the Blu-rays of uh, the Clone Wars, and when they talk about, uh, when they first did the first episode with the Mandalorians, pre Vizsla, like he first shows up as a message to somebody and he's like, uh, you know, threatening somebody or something. Or I think he's talking with Count Dooku and he shows up like in a hollow transmission. Uh huh. And they talked about like, well, we didn't quite have the Mandalorian, uh, you know, uh, we hadn't rendered the full Mandalorian yet. So we put him on a clone body and just covered half of him with a cape. And that's why, like, Pre Vizsla got this little half cape kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's how they used to, like, cover him up for when they didn't, when they just put him on clone armor body with a Pre Vizsla head. So, it's a Filoni tradition with Mandalorians. But Boba Fett's oh, not a Mandalorian. I, I, so, I think we should explore Lizzie's theory a little bit that it's Django. Because yeah, that's a lot of fun. I yeah. like the idea of him just carrying his head around yeah. like the Headless Horseman under his arm. <laughs> Guys, what if Django had a clone? What? Nice. And what if it's Django's clone? That's Dude. out there. A genetic replica of him with no 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 customization or that's, aging that's crazy. process uh 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 shebs. <laughs> like that would be crazy, right? An unaltered clone? Pure <laughs> genetic replication? That's very specific. <laughs> I mean, Echo, stop biting your It's bed. crazy. I think it's a what would solid J- theory, yeah. though. What would Django do with a pure genetic clone? And why what would he What did he, he do with it? He trained it to be the best bounty hunter in the galaxy, according why? to <laughs> he, somebody. He taught, he, 
taught him to talk a lot of crap while he flew around and chased Jedi in asteroid fields. Yeah. <laughs> Get him, Dad. Get him. Did you read that Django uh, Age of Republic comic? No, I haven't. I need to. You do. It's 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 short, sweet, and it's a really good story of Django <laughs> and a pure genetic replica. Is it canon? I'm excited. It's canon, it straight up. And it's only one I'm issue. Ex- you can get in, you can get out. That, uh, I'm excited about that Kylo Ren series starting next week and that Bounty Hunter series they announced this week. They announced that today or yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Today. That's That looks cool. I feel like it's a little bit of like, I feel like they were like, hey, where's the Mando comics? Well, we didn't like, here's Boba and Boss. <laughs> Can we mess with Boba again? You guys haven't done with anything with Boba. Yeah, sure. Take Boba. Awesome. <laughs> you know, so I bet you like it doesn't seem like we got any Mando tie-ins at all. We didn't get a comic book. We didn't get a book. No, we didn't get I'm, anything, I'm wondering if that's going to be since we don't have a movie next week mm-hmm. or next week. We do have a movie. We do have week. a movie next week. Huh? So it's, I don't know who didn't tell you. Have... <laughs> oh, crap. Since we don't have a movie next year, I'm wondering if next year will be like the golden hour for Mando tie-in stuff, you know, leading into season two. I would love that. Me too. And that would be a really cool, like, that's a good idea, first of all. And then second of all, like, I feel like the secrecy probably had a lot to do with it. But even if that was a thing, like, okay, like, just have a whole issues of how awesome the Mando is running around being a Mando. Like, you could give me a five-issue miniseries of him hunting a bounty and then still have a series where I go, oh, my God, a baby Yoda, you know? Right. So I feel like you still could have gotten away with a Mando comic series. But, um, hey, what do I know? Uh, yeah, man. I, 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 don't, I don't know how else to say it other than, like, I feel like your theory, I don't want to say it doesn't have a lot of holes, but I want to say it's, like, very... It's very, like, it's hard for me, like, if I want to be, if I want to be that guy and be like, if I want to think of all the reasons why you have to be wrong and they would never do this or whatever, right? Right. Then, like, I can't think of a reason why they would use that sound other than they want us to think it's him. Right. I can't think of a, I can't really think of a reason why it wouldn't make sense, you know? Like... If they're on Tatooine and they're going to do whatever they want anyway, like, if they decided, like, why can't it be him? Other than he fell into a Sarlacc, but I'm sure that's a whole thing. You know, like, they've told stories of 15 times of him getting out, so it's pretty easy to do that, I've seen. Yeah, and and uh, if it's not him, it seems kind of like a troll job, right? To use those two... F- like, I, I feel uh, like... fanboy tears. <laughs> like they use those two specific sounds and they know how star Wars fans are. They're going to be like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to research these sounds and where does it lead? You know? Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's definitely a thing of like that sound has specifically been talked about and been like, Hey, we did this to make him feel Mm -hmm. like a cowboy in empire strikes back. And that's a tradition that carried through and they didn't even put on Cad Bane because I wanted to go to Cad Bane and be like, Oh, look, he's jingling too. But he's not. And right. he looks like he should be. He looks more Spurs-ish than Boba. You know what I mean? Like, Is mm-hmm. it Spurs or is it just Merry Christmas jingling? 
It's oh. the season. <laughs> it's going to be holiday special, Boba Fett. Oh, that'd <laughs> no. be fantastic. No. Can't wait for that Battlefront skin. Um, yeah, it, it, it's definitely on purpose. So it's just like a... Yeah, it, it's either him or it's like, let's just use this Boba sound effect for no reason. You right. know what I mean? And one of those is like pretty cool and one of those is like, that's kind of lame. <laughs> you know? And Filoni is a person who knows about those details who would not just be like, hey, can you put in that Boba Fett sound? That was cool. Let's give it to this guy. And also there's like a real, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I dig the vibe of it so far. I don't know, like, you say it's, like, a super long game, or you say it could be a... I mean, it, it can be whatever it's going to be. But one, I'd really like for it to play out this season, even though of, we have three episodes. One of my Star Wars <laughs> well, I, friends was like, hey, what if it's Luke Skywalker? I was like, what? What? <laughs> Luke Skywalker definitely never wore spurs. No, and I was telling him, and he kept going on and on about it. I was like... Um, but Luke was from Tatooine. Yeah, and I was like, um, <laughs> he's like gone mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. He went to Pileo and then somewhere else. Yeah, so um, yeah, I don't think it's him. But yeah, yeah that was interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm liking the uh, questions that it raises. Yeah, and I just feel like. You got to figure that they're going to do something right at the end of the first season, like a cliffhanger type situation that gets yeah. you excited for the next one. And like if the if the reveal for next season is, oh, Boba Fett's on his trail now, that seems like a pretty big one that would get people pretty excited. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And I really would like for I would like for them to like I'd like for Boba Fett to interface with Mandalorians and like for us to be like, for him to be like, yeah, no, I'm a bounty hunter and I'm not a Mando or for him to be like, I would like to be adopted into your culture, sir. (laughs) Or something. You know what I mean? It kind of seems like the Mando wasn't born a Mandalorian, right? Right. Right. So maybe they could do an adult adoption for Boba and then I can finally stop on the podcast and be like, well, well, technically, Boba Fett isn't a Mandalorian. Right. But, I, I, yeah, and it's totally like a thing that's just George is like, he's not a Mandalorian, and everybody says he's not a Mandalorian, and, like, that one jerk was just like, oh, did Jango Fett is just a common bounty hunter. He's just, I don't know where he got that armor, you know. So, and I, but I like that not all Mandalorians are bounty hunters, too. Like, we've got a lot, like, now we have a lot more like knowledge of Mandalorians and the warrior culture and like they're not all bounty hunters. So I'd really like for Boba Fett to be like, nah, man, this is just the best armor around. My dad used to wear it. He told me it was the best or (coughs) for him to be like, Oh no, I'm not going to be a bounty hunter anymore. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a warrior, you know, or something, you know, I'd, I'd like for them to interface and for whatever story comes out of that, to be clear that way, like you'd be like, Oh yeah, Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. One time he ran into them and he was like, you guys suck. And he, mm-hmm. you know, kept bounty hunting. And he's like, look, I'm rich. And you fools trying to just survive off Beskar in the dark. Here's some for your foundlings. <laughs> hey, you know? uh, real quick. Do you guys think 
that at some point the Mandalorian is going to end up choosing colors for his armors because all his buddies at the culvert are all decked out in their special colors and stuff. I would like that. I don't like his green with a baby Yoda face on his chest. <laughs> I don't like his. I don't like his naked. It's so like fresh and clean, and I and like right now it makes sense in the story because he just got it, and then he decided like I got this Beskar, and now I'm just gonna go shoot everybody in town. And then he's basically been running ever since. Although it seemed like he had a couple of weeks kicking it on Sorgan, he could have painted it like a big krill. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like but, with that um, shiny, like fluorescent paint. Good luck cosplaying oh, that. Oh, dude, glow in the dark Mando. Come on, <laughs> come on. That's better than all them Batman toys that came out in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get that reference. I like. I, I think he should customize it eventually. You know, and I hope he does. And maybe that'll be a season two thing. You know, maybe it'll be like Sabine, how every, you know, season he changes armor. Although so far. He's already changed his armor twice in one season. Please, Dave, no. Technically three times if you think about it. All right. That's like fair. if you, there's three different versions of the Mando you could do. You could do first episode with no shiny, shiny. Mm-hmm. First episode with just the shiny pauldron or full on shiny. Right. Or post Yoju. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do, you can do, uh, you can do pre, uh, pre the client. Uh, right. the down payment and <laughs> after Yoju. Uh, I want to see like muddy Mandalorian at celebration next year with his oh. stuff all busted up after fighting. He's just sitting there on the floor with his knife out all tired. <laughs> 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 That's good times, dude. I want to see electrified Mandalorian just laying out next to a sand crawler. Oh, dibs on cosplay in the sand crawler. I can actually do that one. Dude, we're going to get you set it up with cardboard. It'll be easy to turn. Yeah. <laughs> It'll yep. be all good stuff, dude. I'll just get some like Black Series uh, Jawas and put them all on the top and stuff. It'll be genius, dude. It's it's this, this It writes itself. Every Mando is going to stop and come and stand on you, and then you just point a Jawa at him and hit the little uh-huh. sound effect. Pui the ba! That's good stuff. Um, Yeah, man. I really would like to see him in different armor, and I hope he gets a good paint job that seems inspired like yoju inspired but i don't know how he'd look in green <clears throat> i just hope they don't go like uh like oh he's hardcore so here he's got black and red armor Ooh, or it will be like yoju picks his colors like like that one samurai movie that you had where he like chooses either the sword or the ball shogun assassin and he chooses different paints for his armor. Oh, you like, or you mean like Captain <gasps> what Marvel? If it's a, what if it's a, a baby Yoju claw on his chest? Yeah, I've heard that one before. Oh, he puts <laughs> it on his shoulder? Yeah. He just has like a little, a little Cute. Yoju using the force uh, hand. <laughs> no, give me, like, just put on his chest the whole like mural of Yoju passed out after he helped him. <laughs> He's like, this is my greatest moment when he helped me. <laughs> and Yoju's just all laid out in a little crib. Oh, that's good stuff. And then he has ear attachments for his helmet. Yeah, his rangefinders go sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, can we just make Baby Yoda uh, a foundling, and then eventually he gets a tiny little set of Beskar armor? 
That would be the best. When he reserves some for the foundlings. That's for like, Yoju. That one little like brick. Uh-huh. That's literally all of Yoju's armor. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, remember I reserved from the foundlings? This foundling only needs uh, a but, little something. But then he wouldn't be able to take off his helmet. So we couldn't and see his cute face. His gauntlet. Uh, it only has like, it's a tiny little gauntlet. So it's only got like three of those whistling birds in it. And it only like shoots fire for like three seconds. <laughs> it's like a Bic lighter. Yeah. It like runs out like instantly. It has to like be reworked. It has like different weapons. Like it like can launch Yoju in the air and like with a little parachute so he can like escape anywhere. Oh, the tiny little jetpack. His gauntlet is basically a jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> And a little, his little jetpack is like a little glider to help him like glide to safety. <laughs> like a flying squirrel, dude. Like flying squirrel armor. Perfect. Uh, this was fun, Haas. Thanks, buddy. I think we're having too much. It's good times. All right. Any other thoughts? I, I don't even know what the next episode... I guess we don't... They don't do trailers, dude. Like this whole thing is so secret. I don't know what I'm watching until yeah. 2 a.m. Thursday morning. And I got to say like... Uh, <laughs> I've I've been like, man, it would be cool if they did a next time on The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like little segment. But the surprise of seeing Tatooine in this last episode, like I was like, oh, well, that's kind of worth it, isn't it? Yeah. To not get that spoiled. Having all the uh, having all of those reveals like happen has been a really good like, yeah, you know what, dude? I don't like spoilers. <laughs> I'm really glad I like that I like I'm really glad that every week I get to sit down and I have no idea what's happening. I know somewhere Bill Burr's going to come and there's a purple Twi'lek. Uh, I know somewhere Griff Cargo is going to walk across the landscape with three homies. And that's all I know. I would oh, like uh, spoilers. Bill Burr's next week, actually. Yeah? I heard that Ooh. on his podcast. He's episode six. Interesting. Right on, man. All right, man. Well, we'll let you go. Where, where can people on the good internets find you, sir? Uh, you can find me at Blue Harvest Pod on Twitter. Uh, I basically only tweet fun stuff about Star Wars and retweet cute animal things. It's uh, true. And Good. Uh, you can listen to me on Blue Harvest every Saturday with my buddy Will. One of my favorite shows. And I've also been enjoying uh, cooking with Will a lot. Excellent. I'm so, glad you um, guys like that. Yeah, that's good stuff. Although... Um, I couldn't do the, uh, I, I wanted to do the gyros so bad, but I'm not really good at that kind of stuff. So I just bought them in a box, but they were still really good. Man, uh, we need to figure out how to get uh, Lizzie and Will talking food sometime, right? Yeah. <laughs> if Two he, chefs. If he needs a cooking with Will guest, <laughs> you know, he can have a, uh, a cooking with Sabine. Yeah. You know. We can talk about our favorite character, Cookie Tugs. Oh, yeah. She's super into... We got the uh, the Galaxy's Edge cookbook. So, oh, um, sweet. Yeah. I was... I made... All I did was make those drinks for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And all I did was drink... The, I basically drank Blurgfire all day. But I liked I it, liked too. Your, it had no alcohol. I liked me. your Twitter video where you were like, uh, it's strong. And it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, that's it's just the- strong. That's the drink I made him. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie made me something, but she doesn't know how, like, 
hard alcohol works. <laughs> right. I so just she put was stuff like, together. Well, I, okay, so he always puts tequila in his drink, so I guess, I don't know how much I'll put. I guess half the glass will be tequila. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So it was literally like half tequila, half everything else. And I was like, yeah, this is, I mean, if everything else was lime juice, we might be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so fun, though, because yeah. I just put like a bunch of random juices and drinks and alcohol and then i put in uh i brought in some ice cream from work because uh, they make their own ice cream and this one was like a sorbet kind of and it was but it has like a bunch of berries and it's like purple ish and so i just put in this drink and then it was that color and it was kind of cool sounds delicious <laughs> yeah uh it was hectic spoilers <laughs> i finished it <laughs> you did i did i finished the whole thing mom drank it and she did not enjoy yeah it. she couldn't have it she was like, <laughs> it was good stuff all right it's probably better than your new year's drink though what was my new year's oh mine was like a mark hamill was like yo dude this is how you make the green milk and it was like kalua and green food coloring <laughs> and something Ooh. else my and stomach like, hurts thinking about it. Yeah, I, I literally drank it, and I was like, well, it's strong. And I made the face that he makes in The Last Jedi. Oh, man. And then Mom... Yeah, and then I Mom just, was like, Mark Hamill, why would you do this to us? This no, is horrible. I, I, no, I loved it, because, like, Dad gave it to her, and Mom drank it, and she was like, this is horrible. <laughs> That's awesome. She couldn't survive on Ashto. Good. Yeah. You guys should have just made white Russians and then dyed those. Like, that would have been a lot tastier. That sounds smarter. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Never trust that Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We will talk about the Mando soon. Uh, we're behind a couple episodes on Resistance, podcasting about it. So we're going to get on those soon, probably before this episode comes out. And you, audience, will never All right. Peace. All right. That's an episode. Dude, one time we had company <laughs> and like uh, Axel was trying, He like we had a whole people over and we were all just like drinking and playing games and Axel was like, oh, I'm going to show everybody my house or something. And he like got on Minecraft. He was trying to show us something and he was like trying to get our attention. And then we're like, oh, wait, what's up? And he was like, yeah, this is the thing that I made or whatever. And we we're like, is it like, is it just like on fire all the time? And then he turned around and he was like, ah, <laughs> Because he, like, accidentally burned his house down while he was trying to talk to us. Oh, no. It was, like, the funniest thing. Because it was made all out of wood. Oh, no. Yeah, it was... That's terrible. It was a a hilarious memory I have of my son's uh, uh, trauma.